Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of The Richest Man in Babylon by George S. Clausen. In the previous episode, we discussed the importance of opportunity. In this episode, we will discuss a very interesting chapter by the name of The Five Laws of Gold. It opens with the following question. A bag heavy with gold or a clay tablet carved with the words of wisdom, which would you choose? These words were spoken by an old merchant by the name of Kalabal. He was addressing a group of traders and other people with, of different crafts. And he was addressing these people as they were pitched in tents outside the city of Babylon. And most of the traders answered his question by saying, of course, of course, the gold. Kalabal replies by saying, wisdom and gold what do they do? Ignore the wisdom and waste the gold. And on the morrow or tomorrow, you will wail because you have no more gold. But if you have wisdom, you will at least have the means to acquire more gold. With these words, he decided to start the story of Arkad, the richest man in Babylon, who we are familiar with, but he spoke in a way where Arkad has passed, and not only Arkad, but his future generation has also passed. And these were to stories told in reminiscence rather than in reality. And since they had a night to kill because they had to wait for the morning and go into the city to sell all the goods that they have, the various crafts that they have built up, he decided to impart a tale of wisdom. And he said, I shall tell thee of the wisdom of Arkad, the wise rich man who was known as the, who was known as the richest man in Babylon. Now Kalabib had a unique position because he was employed by a man named Numasir, who was Arkad's son in Ninenva, which is another city in Iraq. Therefore, it must be very close to Babylon. Um, and in this journey, he in this sort of tale, which tells which tells Arkad's and Nomasa's journey, he recited how Arkad imparted onto his future generation, onto his son, five laws of gold, which are incredibly important, especially to someone who is at a position when they are just earning a small sum of money and how they can learn from that, the mistakes that they will inevitably commit in order to build more sustainable sources. Now he says that in the olden days, the custom was that when, uh, when the male heir or the males or the son becomes of a certain age, he is invited by the father to take over the estate. But Arkad, as we know him now, was, did not approve of this custom. Therefore, when Nomasir reached the certain age and he was invited to Arkad, he was invited by Arkad to his estate. What Arkad said was, what Arkad told Nomasir was a challenge rather than the simple inheritance that every other, every other son would receive. He said, my son, it is my desire that you succeed my estate, but you must prove that you are capable of handling it. Therefore, I wish that you go out into the world and show your ability to do two things and two things only. One, acquire gold 
and second make yourself respected among men now what and i won't allow you to simply go there with nothing i will give you two things that should help you on your way that you should give me back in some amount in the future and these are your measurable parameters which we will use to sort of measure your performance he said first i will give you a bag of gold second i will give you a clay tablet upon which is carved my five laws of gold if thou dost but interpret them in thy own acts they shall bring thee competence and security if you interpret them correctly you will be competent and secure in building your gold come back to me 10 years from this day and if you have succeeded then i will hand over the keys to my estate to you otherwise i will give it to the priests to do what they please with that in mind with those tools in mind and with the goal of a multiply the gold b earn respect among men namaster went forth into the world he had with him two bags one of a clay tablet with five laws the other of gold in addition he also had a horse and his slave a single slave to help him along the way 10 years later namaster did return and namaster returned we will come to how he returned in his performance in this challenge a little later but his father threw a feast it was the evening the room was hazy smoke filled smoke filled the wicks slaves in white woven jackets and tunics fanned the humid air a stately dignity colored the scene and namaster spoke i bow before you my father before the wisdom 10 years ago when i stood at the gates of manhood thou made thou bade me go forth and become a man among men instead of remaining a vassal of my fortune he said that i have if i have succeeded or not it is for you to decide but i did experience a lot of things that allowed me to not only understand the importance of wealth but understand the the quickness of losing wealth he said it fled indeed from my inexperienced hands even as a wild hare flees at the first opportunity from the youth who captured it and he explained his story he said my first decision was to leave babylon to go to nineveh because it was a growing city and i believed that i would find opportunities there so i sat in the caravan and journeyed with my slave my bags and my horse in the caravan because i was young and naive i came across a group of men who said that there was a merchant in nineveh who had a significantly fast horse and he would challenge other men to race their horses against his and if they won he would give them a large sum of money It's a simple wager those men whom we met at the caravan looked at nomasir's horse and said that your horse can easily beat the man, the merchant's horse therefore being overconfident and and having the ability to and having a horse with the ability to which he thought would beat the the man's horse and also the most important thing here is having that need or that greed to want to earn more gold he took up this opportunity went into the horse race and significantly lost the first lesson was that he discovered that this was a deceitful plan of these men and they constantly journeyed in these caravans recited the same tale 
to to prospective horse racers who wanted who were greedy for for a lot a lot of money and to quickly multiply it and in a caravan that's probably the first opportunity that you have received and you you've not you're not experienced enough because you're going to the city you're traveling to the city and any opportunity you have to earn money you will grab at it and this is similar to the case of anyone who just has come into a little bit of money either through winnings like windfalls um or through earnings like salaries or income the first sort of inflow of cash that you get you always want to multiply it and this was nomasir's first mistake his second mistake was equally bitter in his own words he said in the caravan it seems like the caravan is a hot place for for bad opportunities but in the caravan i met a, another man who became, who i became quite friendly he was a son of wealthy parents like myself journeying to nenenba to find suitable location again this is something that people tell you in order to empathize with you oh i i understand your situation oh i'm of the same ilk i also am a, a son of a of a wealthy father and he has given me the same task why don't we put our heads together and make something of ourselves so you automatically think that oh, oh this this guy has the same predicament as me he might he might, he might understand me therefore i should you know listen to him and 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 go into his opportunity and the opportunity was this there's a merchant who had, uh, there's a merchant who had died and his shop was rich with merchant merchandise and patronage that could be secured at a paltry price and the man told namasa that listen let's just go and occupy take all the goods that this merchant has left behind you pay for it up front because i don't have the money now i will go back to babylon from nenenva get the money and we'll pay the rest of it nomasir agreed and thought that okay i'm only paying half for getting the whole amount and uh, whole all the goods and this guy will go back and get the money that didn't happen the guy left and didn't come back and and the goods that he secured were sim- simply not good and and what happened was these goods were unsaleable and he had to be sold at at significant scrap value and again once again he made a loss and he understood that this was an orchestrated event same the targeting unsuspecting people who are just entering the city so obviously when you're unsuspecting when you're inexperienced you will fall for bad things but those bitter days the two incidents that he recited were his bitter days namaster said i remember thy confidence in me father thou hadst sent me forth to become a man and this i was determined to accomplish at this time i thought of the table thou had given to me the clay table or the clay tablet which thou had carved the five wise laws of gold had i sought wisdom first and this is the important lesson had i sought wisdom first my gold would not have been lost to me i learned by heart word for word each law and determined that when once more the goddess of good fortune smiled upon me i would be guided by the wisdom of age and not by the inexperience of youth and he reads out the five laws that were written in the tablet that he received from his father 10 years ago the first law reads gold will come an increasing quantity to any man who saves 
who will put by not less than one tenth of his earnings to create an estate for his future. Again, this is a, this is an important lesson that we have learned all throughout, and this is being underscored in this chapter as well. Save at least one tenth of whatever you earn, whenever you earn it. Second, gold laboreth diligently and contently for a wise owner who finds for it profitable employment, multiplying even as the flocks of field. Wise profits are better than sky-high profits. Third, gold clings to the protection of the cautious owner who invests it under the advice of men wise in its handling. Be cautious, protect your principle, do not go after greedy returns. Fourth law, gold slippeth away from a man who invests it in business for purposes with which he is not familiar with. This brings to light the old Think, I think Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger added, which reads, I do not invest in something I do not understand. If you do not understand it, do not invest in it. But here I would like to add that the levels of understanding, at least in the modern investment world, are twofold. One is understand the product. Second is understand the asset. The product can be something like, uh, and this is breaking away from Babylonian times, obviously, into 2021. It's understand the product, whether it's a fund, a mutual fund, whether it's direct exposure in the form of stocks, bonds, commodities, whether it's contractual in the form of a gold contract, for instance, whether it's um, a crypto in a wallet, whatever your personal asset preferences, but understand the product, understand how it is structured. Second, understand the asset. Is it a stock? Is it equity, direct equity? Is it debt in the form of bonds? Is it uh, gold in the form of directly holding gold? Is it gold in the form of contracts? Is it um, uh, real estate? Is it direct exposure to real estate? Is it something like a right, a real estate investment trust? Is it crypto, direct crypto? Is it a crypto fund if those are available? Understand both at the product level and at the asset level. And with that, let's go back to the fifth law of gold, which reads, gold flees the man who would force it to impossible earnings or who follows the alluring advice of tricksters and schemesters. Both of these go together. Impossible earnings and the advice of tricksters are often linked. If someone guarantees you any return, that's a red flag. If someone guarantees you a return of say more than 30%, that's a red flag you should have in your head a mark of say 10% return on anything per annum. That around that is something that you should, should be happy with because compounded over a long period of time, that can be significant. So just remember this as well as, as uh, this, which is in, in the 21st century, in addition to these five laws of gold. But the story of, of Nomasir's uh, uh, journey back to Babylon is not is not uh, a sad one. He says that there is no chain of disasters that will not come to an end. And my bitter days did come to an end. He said that it is my it was always my desire to accumulate gold and replace that gold that the father that my father had given me. Therefore, I did not give up. I did not give up. I became. I, I did various jobs and one job that actually sort of helped me out was I, I, I met a rich merchant who entrusted me as the manager of the slaves. 
and in that i i started accumulating a little bit of gold whatever the the salary or the earnings that he had given me i saved one tenth and i had something to left over and at one point the 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 owner of the slaves came to me and said and gave me an opportunity a profitable handling of gold he said he said looking at the at 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 the at the outer boundary of nenenwa the city he said within a year the outer wall will be complete and ready for the great gates of bronze that will be built at each entrance to protect the city from the king's enemies my plan is this a group of us will pool our gold send a caravan to the mines of copper and tin which are distant and bring to nenenwa the metal for the gates when the king says make the great gates we alone can supply the metal and a rich price he will pay if the king will not buy from us we will yet have the metal which can be sold for a high price this is where he used rule number 3 in his offer i recognized an opportunity to abide by the third law and invest my savings under the guidance of wise men men who know what they're doing and who have been in the business for a very long time men who are not simply after your money to just multiply it and build their own pockets men who will actually help you multiply your wealth and in that he learned what he hadn't learned with say the horse race and the the merchant merchant game that he played initially when he met those men in the caravan and these experiences are important i would i would probably say that if he had not made mistakes with the horse race and those that merchant buying he wouldn't have come up to the opportunity that presented him presented it later that that is what experience teaches you especially experience with money because experience with money is both measurable and has feedback loops if you know where you went wrong you will have red flags in place and you will understand that these red flags are meant to help you avoid any really bad opportunities to him he says who is without knowledge of the five laws gold comes not often and goeth away quickly but to him who abide by the five laws gold comes and works as his dutiful slave and what was the result of these 10 years of experiences both good and bad now we return to the present day when namaster is in front of his father and his mother presenting him with three bags he gives one bag he gives one uh, he gives one bag of gold in as a, as a replacement for the gold that he did receive and he gives two bags of gold for the one clay tablet with which contains the five laws of gold the moral is this the gold that i received is worth the same right now but the wisdom that you gave me through your five uh, rules of of gold are worth not one but two bags of gold is potentially worth more but this is done to emphasize that wisdom is more important and more valuable than gold can ever be the father was pleased he placed his hand fondly upon the head of namasid and said that you have learned your lesson and i am indeed fortunate to have a son who may entrust my wealth now kalabib who recited this entire story to the, the group of men outside said that who amongst thee can go to thy father the father of thy wife and give an account of wise handling of earnings and an important lesson from this particular chapter is this dostil 
think of it as an inconsistency of faith that some men have much gold and others have not. It is important to understand that it is not simply inconsistency that has given some men more wealth than others. It is that some men have continuously strived in order to gain more wealth. And that is not because they have been deceitful. It is because they have a grabbed opportunities as we saw in the last chapter, but have had simple rules to abide by. Simple rules like save something, invest wisely, be cautious with your principle, don't go after greedy returns and only invest in what you understand. These simple rules will bear fruit for you in the long term. Anything good happens only over the long term. To earn wealth, he says, the merchant says, to earn wealth is but a slight burden upon the thoughtful man. Bearing the burden consistently from year to year accomplishes the final purpose. The five laws of gold offer to thee a rich reward for their observance. Just to close this chapter, I will go through the five laws again. Probably missed something in the previous uh, explanation. The first law of gold. Gold comes and increasing and in increasing quantity to every man and any man who put by not less than one tenth of his earnings, his income safely and securely in order to pay for his today and pay for his tomorrow. Make sure you save. Make sure you save for safety. The second law, gold laboreth diligently and contently for the wise owner who finds for it profitable employment, multiplying even as the flocks of field. Gold indeed is a willing worker. It will work for you, its children will work for you, and their children will work for you. Remember, you have to start, and once you start, it will multiply. The third law, gold clings to the protection of the cautious owner who invests it under the advice of wise men. Always remember, caution is important. The one rule that you have to abide by is protect thy principle. The fourth law, gold slips away from the man who invests it in a business which he is not familiar with. Understanding of both the product and the asset is incredibly important. Whatever you invest in, do not get swayed. And always understand what, where your money is going and how much of it is protected, how much of it is at stake, and how much of it will reap you returns and what those returns are. If you're comfortable with all of these things, please invest your money. The fifth law and the final law. Gold flees a man who would force it, force it to the impossible earnings or who follow the alluring advice of tricksters. Do not be tricked. Always have a, a, a commonsensical approach. Do not chase an ungodly amount of profits. And if you follow these five rules, even you can get gold accrued to you over long periods of time. And with that, we come to the end of another episode. Thank you for listening. And again, if you have any thoughts on how this, this, this podcast or whatever you would like to call it would, can be improved, please let me know. Thank you so much. This is Akash. I'm out.